Do you need a new or optimized website for your indoor playground or soft play rental business? Well, we now have a team of professional web designers ready to help you bring your vision to life. Our designs marry your aesthetic with what's been proven to work time and time again in this industry. And since we only work with play-based business owners, we have designing high converting websites that can be a complete game changer for your revenue and income down to a science. And we make it really affordable. Head to the show notes for example sites and pricing information. And yes, you can get the professional yet beautiful website of your dreams on the website platform of your choice for less than $800. You can even book a free call with our web design team if you have questions or want to talk about your specific needs. If you want us to, we'll even do all of your tech setup and software integrations so you don't have to lift a finger. We look forward to helping you convert your vision into reality and in turn, convert more browsers into buyers. Head to the show notes for all of our web design information. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. Hey, Playmakers, it's me, your host, Michelle Caruana. And as I promised back in episode 243, In this episode, I want to give you a recap of my holiday sales. So call it Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, what have you. I ran my sale that whole week and I wanted to share what worked and what I wish I had done differently so that you can apply some of that knowledge to your future campaigns. Because this is something I feel like we don't talk about enough, right? I mean, we see the promotions that everyone's doing all over social media. If you're anything like me, you follow a lot of your peers, people in your industry, but we don't necessarily have access to how the promotions actually performed and how many sales they actually generated. And trust me, it took me a while to get super intentional with the promotions and campaigns that I did for my indoor playground business. And I honestly feel so lucky to still be carrying that insight and all of those lessons with me today as I operate my slightly different business. But I definitely didn't have anyone sharing with me what worked and what didn't work for them back when I was actively operating my indoor playground business. So I want to be here for you in that way today because that is something I wish I would have had. So again, while of course I now sell digital courses and products, these concepts that I used for my most recent holiday promotion were all ideas from back in my Play Cafe days and can absolutely be used for your play-based business. All right, so let's recap and talk about what worked and what I do differently next time. So I know back in episode 243, I gave you some ideas for creative and effective Black Friday promotions, or again, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, what have you. Well, I walked the walk and I decided to do an annual membership sale, which was one of my suggestions from that episode. And I did this for my Playmaker Society program, which if you don't know, is my membership for people who have gone through my Play Cafe Academy course 
and decided they would like ongoing support and trainings and to be a part of our collaboration community that is almost 300 amazing owners strong. So while this was for an online membership, I've also implemented this exact same promotion strategy for my open play membership at my play cafe as well. So let's first talk about why I chose this for my holiday promotion. And I want to dive a little deeper into my thought process since you've probably heard me say on this podcast multiple times to never discount your best services. So I just want you to hear me out. I chose to offer a discounted annual Playmaker Society membership to my Play Cafe Academy course customers for a few reasons. And to clarify, yes, I offered it to my current members, but I also offered it to all of my Play Cafe Academy customers as well and to people who had previously canceled their memberships with me. So let's talk about the why before I get into the sales recap. So the first reason that I chose this particular promotion is that it rewards my best customers. So first and foremost, I am always thinking about how I can show gratitude to people who have already trusted me enough to invest in my business. And for me, that means my current members and my current students. So offering a discount on my annual membership to people who have already purchased my Play Cafe Academy course seemed like a perfect way to do that especially since I know everyone is looking to reduce their overall monthly business expenses with the economy and the state it's in. And what this might look like if you're thinking about your Play Cafe business is you might want to offer this annual membership discount to either your current members who are paying your monthly rate, or you could offer it exclusively to your email list. And what I love about doing email-only sales, and honestly, I should do an entire episode about this because it is one of my favorite and most effective strategies. What I love about email marketing sales in this particular scenario is that you can segment your list because I'm sure if you've ever done a sale for your indoor playground business before, I'm sure that you've posted a sale. Maybe it's a discount on play packs or maybe it's a discount on birthday parties or like an extra bonus. I bet you've experienced the situation where customers who have bought into your offer previously or who booked previously, they comment or they email you or they say something nasty like, hey, I feel like I should have this discount applied. I just booked last week. Or, hey, does this bonus for birthday party bookings apply to people who have already booked with you, right? It's so frustrating to put a sale out there and have all these customers come out of the woodwork and expect you to apply the sale or promotion retroactively, right? And it's frustrating, not because you know they're malicious or they have any ill intent towards your business. That's not what I mean. It's frustrating because I bet they would never ask like a grocery store to do that or something, right? If milk goes on sale a specific week, you're not going to come in with your week old milk and say, hey, you know, I think I should have a discount on this because now it's on sale. So You know, sometimes I feel like customers hold us small business owners to a higher standard than they hold these bigger businesses to. But again, that's another conversation for another day. But what I love about an email marketing only sale is that you can segment your list. So if you already have a list of customers who are signed up for your annual membership, you can exclude them and only email it to a very specific portion of your list. So again, maybe it's people who are members but are paying monthly 
or maybe it's to people who have canceled their membership, or maybe it's to new customers who visited your space for the first time in the last three months, right? You can be very strategic about exactly who sees this promotion. Now, of course, someone could forward the email along or screenshot it, but generally you're going to get a lot less of that negative feedback and pushback if you do an email-only sale. And plus it feels really exclusive and it feels really personal. And of course, memberships are probably going to be valuable to all of your customers. But if you're doing like, for example, a first birthday promotion, so maybe you're throwing in a cake smash for free if somebody books a first birthday party during a certain week, you can specifically segment to people who you know have a child under the age of one, because I'm assuming that you collect birth date in your waiver forms. So again, I love email marketing campaigns, not just because It feels really personal, but also because you can really tailor who actually gets access to the promotion. So I did this email only, and I also posted inside of my membership because it is a closed group and people are not allowed to screenshot and share. So it, again, was really intimate and it rewarded my best customers. All right. The second reason I chose this particular promotion is that it was high ticket. So I knew that if I even just met my goal of 10 sales for this promotion, which is very much reachable, it would mean thousands of dollars for my business. And that can be really helpful for me this time of year. I don't know about you. And since there are so many businesses competing for customers between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I really like to focus on making just a handful of bigger ticket sales. So by high ticket, I mean you know over one to $200. I like to focus on making a few high ticket sales that can make a big impact in my business as opposed to fighting tooth and nail for dozens and dozens of tiny sales that barely result in a drop in the bucket for our revenue. So 10 sales, that's all I needed to reach my goal. And I knew customers who already knew and trusted me, which is who I promoted the sale to, as I mentioned, they would be more likely to actually open that email to read my post, and to take advantage of the offer than someone who's never purchased something from me before, especially on a day with so many emails coming in and so much noise on social media. So I knew that if my customer saw a post with my name or they saw an email come across with my name on it, they'd be much more likely to open it. So I had to, you know, I only had to send a couple emails and post a couple times to far exceed my goal. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before we get there, the third reason I chose this particular sale is that I didn't need to worry about attracting the wrong people that are not a good fit for my business or my teaching style. So much of what I talk about when I discourage you from discounting your services is I talk about that it opens you up to the possibility of attracting people who, again, aren't a good fit for your business just because they love a sale. Maybe your business isn't a great fit for them, or maybe they don't respect your space and leave it a huge mess and are even rude to your staff. But overall, attracting the wrong people to your business never results in a good outcome for anyone involved. And that's one of the reasons that I steer people away from like Groupon and things like that all the time. And to be clear, I'm not trying to suggest that you should not be serving low-income, or cost-conscious guests. That is not what I'm saying at all. But let's give an example, right? If you are a quiet, 
imaginative Montessori type inspired play space, you would not want my son who is quite literally right now only into jumping and climbing and swinging and being really loud there. All kids play differently and they have different needs and all parents similarly have different values and priorities. So right now in the season of life that we're in, we need big spaces that, you know, don't really care about the noise or, you know, rough play or anything like that. I love a big play space with lots of room, lots of gross motor, but on the flip side, I have many friends with younger kiddos with, again, different personalities, different play styles, different needs, who only frequent smaller spaces for that more intimate experience. The bottom line is that you want to attract customers who are aligned with your mission and business. And unfortunately, the more you discount, the more likely you are to venture away from your mission and your ideal customer. But here in this situation, I'm only advertising this particular sale to those who are clearly my ideal customers since they've already made a big investment with me by purchasing my course. And in your case, it may be people who have bought packs of play passes or an existing monthly membership. These people are clearly aligned with your mission and your business or they wouldn't have made that commitment or investment. So again, I'm rewarding my best customers with this sale. And then number four, lastly, cash now is better than cash later. And I know you're probably like pausing and rewinding because it may seem counterintuitive. And just the other day, I was actually working on some financial literacy stuff with my eight-year-old because I think it's so important that we involve our younger kids in money talk, and I think they should understand how money works and their personal finances and things like that. So we were going through this workbook that I got him, and I asked him one of the questions, one of the little prompts was, would you rather have $50 now or $200 next week? And assuming a perfect environment and all else being equal, the correct answer would, of course, be that it's better to wait a few days and collect more money, right? And the whole idea is that it's supposed to teach kids patience. But hear me out. Anyone who is out there owning a business knows there is no such thing as a perfect environment. And much of what we learn in business school flies out the window when it comes to the real day-to-day stuff that pops up when you have a real life, an imperfect business, and imperfect customers. So let's talk about why a little less cash now is almost always better than more cash later here in the real world. Because sure, hypothetically, and you're going to understand where these numbers are coming from in just a second, so hang tight, but Hypothetically, by offering people a discounted annual membership of $319, it means less money overall than me continuing to collect $47 per month for 12 months for a grand total of $564. But here's where the whole imperfect thing comes into play. Some of those people will have absolutely canceled their membership by the time that year was up. Some payments would decline and we'd have to spend precious hours and tons of energy chasing customers down and we'd never be able to collect on some of those missed payments. So instead of taking the risk and assuming that all of your current members will stay members and keep current on their payments, it makes much better business sense to collect as much as you can now and then here's the key here. So if you're multitasking, come back. 
The key is to collect as much as you can now and then reinvest that influx of cash. So maybe upgrade your website, something that can give you a massive return on investment, much bigger than the difference between collecting the upfront annual payments now and ultimately collecting more down the line. Again, assuming everyone keeps current and stays an active member. Or you can maybe launch a new revenue stream or purchase new inventory or buy a new piece of play equipment or invest in Google ads or pay down high interest debt. There's a saying that you need to spend money to make money and that is absolutely true, but what happens if you have no more money to spend? Doing a high ticket sale like this can give you that big boost you need to really grow your business to the next level and again, If you reinvest the cash wisely, you can watch it multiply and multiply many times over. So in this situation, cash now is definitely better than cash later. And I already got ahead of myself, but now let's move on to the logistics of the sale so I can break down the results. So as I mentioned, normally a membership for Playmaker Society is $47 a month which as I said, would mean that I could potentially collect $564 total dollars over 12 months, assuming everyone stayed active and current on their payments. However, I already offered a 12 months for the price of 10 annual membership, which is something that I recommend to encourage annual memberships. So that was $470. So again, essentially they're paying for 10 months, but they get 12 months of access. So I knew that in order to move the needle, I had to give a significant discount on top of this already discounted offer. And I always say that if you're going to do a Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday sale, and you actually want to get sales, you need to offer at least 30% off, or you're just going to end up white noise in people's inboxes. One of my favorite TikTok trends from the last couple of days is people getting so insulted that some of their favorite businesses had the nerve, the audacity really, to send them like a 10% off coupon or like 15%, right? So in order to participate in this particular season of sales, I highly recommend at least 30% off or no one's gonna, you know, jump. So I decided to do a price of $319 for my annual membership which was just over 30% off the current annual rate. But, and here's the beautiful part, if someone was paying monthly, it actually equated to almost a 50% savings, right? Because if you take uh, $319 and divide it by 12, that's just over $26. And these people that, you know, um, upgraded to an annual membership, they were paying $47 a month. So I decided to go with a price of $319 for an annual membership, which is just over 30% off that current annual rate. But, and here's the beauty, if someone was paying that $47 monthly rate, it actually equated to over 45% savings. And I did this because I really wanted my offer to stand out and command their attention and part of their Black Friday shopping budget. And because cash is king, I wanted to collect as much cash as possible because there are some big investments that I'm planning to make with it to ultimately make their experiences even better. And something I didn't mention before is that my membership becomes more valuable the more business owners are in it, right? The more brilliant minds that I can keep active in the group for an entire year, the better. So I wanted to make this a no-brainer. 
because that means more perspectives and more insights and more engagement, right? It's a win-win scenario. And there isn't a big direct cost to accommodate more members for you during open play. So memberships are a really great thing to offer a strategic deal on since it's very high profit margin compared to like, say, retail items. And as you know, 99% of the time, your members will be the ones respecting your space and your staff the most. And because they come more often, they don't stay as long and they tend to come during less busy times. So there's not a big opportunity cost in terms of lost revenue from these members taking up open play spots. Members, in my experience, typically learn your traffic patterns and will come on purpose when it's less chaotic. So they're not taking up uh, pay in full spots. And they will be bringing friends and posting their visits on social media, all that. And because they feel like they got a great deal on admission, right, on their membership, they're definitely going to be more likely to spend money at your cafe and on other items during their visits. So anyways, back to my sale. So my goal was 10, which means I would have collected $3,190 on that weekend. And I had a $0 budget for this. I solely leaned on my Facebook group, so my membership, and my email list to share my sale. And again, I segmented my list. I have like over 15,000 people on my email list. I took a small fraction of that and I only emailed the sale out to people who had purchased my Play Cafe Academy course and didn't already have an annual membership. I didn't do a single post on like Instagram or on my public Facebook page because I wanted it to be exclusive, right? If I post it to everyone, that doesn't really make sense. And wow, my community really showed up and surprised me. So I ended up selling 29 annual memberships for a grand total of $9,251 in cash collected. So that's almost $10,000 with only 29 sales. So I only had to get 29 customers to say, heck yes, I want to save you know 50% on my membership. And all I did to achieve this $10,000 mark was send three short emails and I made three posts inside of my Facebook group. And the best part is that my community was thrilled to take advantage of it because I created the sale with their benefit in mind. So I'm not in there posting like, hey, I need money to reinvest in my business, upgrade to an annual membership. No, I would never say that. Instead, I said, hey, I know times are tough. I would love to reduce your $47 monthly payment to just over $26 a month. All I'm asking is that you pay up front for the year. And like I said, people were grateful for this and they thanked me for this opportunity. And that's one of my favorite parts of creating sales that reward my best and most loyal customers. And this also worked for people that had previously canceled their membership. So again, maybe they canceled it due to price. This brought a lot of people back into my universe that honestly, I really missed. All right, so now let's look at the other side and let's talk about what I wish I would have done differently. So number one, I wish I would have planned it better. So I kind of threw the sale together at the last minute. So I think I could have made many more sales. I could have really exceeded that 29 number if I would have just planned a few emails in advance. Or instead of doing a three-day sale, I could have done like a seven-day sale. And I think a lot more people would have seen my posts and noticed my emails because 
again, everybody's inbox is just overflowing with emails over those past couple of days. I counted in my inbox and Old Navy in one day sent me seven emails. And I lost count. I stopped counting. I think they actually sent me something like 12 emails. But again, there's just a lot of clutter in people's inboxes. So I wish I would have given myself a little bit more time to spread the word amongst my community that this sale was going on because I think a lot of people missed it. So I wish I would have planned it better. And then number two, again, I wish that I would have put a little bit more thought into the actual promotion. So I wish I would have added like an extra bonus because something that's really tangible like that, maybe a sticker pack or a mug or a shirt or even an extra bonus course or something like that, Usually if people are on the fence about investing in an annual membership, a little bonus like that, whatever you can offer them to sweeten the pot. So maybe you have some retail items laying around that you want to clear out or again, mugs that you ordered a long time ago that haven't been moving off the shelves. Any extra bonus that you can throw in usually does move the needle, especially if people are on the fence. So I wish I would have added an extra bonus. And then finally, I wish I would have planned ahead uh, far enough to do a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. Because again, you can upload a very specific list of customers. So in this case, I would have uploaded my current members or my current Play Cafe Academy students. And I would have done a Instagram or a Facebook ad just to give them one more touch point to make sure they knew the sale was going on. So better planning, an extra bonus or some more thought behind the actual promotion. And I do wish I would have allocated a budget because I have never done this particular sale before for my online membership. I've only done it for my in-person Play Cafe membership. So I didn't know if it was going to work. But now that I you know, almost tripled my goal, I do wish I would have put a couple dollars behind it. I think I could have probably honestly doubled my results. But anyways, your play of the day today is simple. Even if you don't have a podcast or an audience to share this with, I want you to sit down and review your promotion if you did one. So look at the sales, yes, but also look at the customer response and see if you could have done anything different and continue monitoring the response as people actually use the services that you sold. The first couple years in business, I was so guilty of just jumping from one sale or one promotion to the next without really evaluating the results critically. And I, I literally remember thinking, oh, you know, no worries. I'll remember this for next time. But then life happens. And, you know, I have kids and I have a spouse and I have all these different hats I'm wearing. And I end up forgetting all the valuable lessons that I'd learned. And I'd end up making the same darn mistakes again. And I'd rob myself of a potentially much more successful sale. So before the end of the year, I want you to sit down and look at your holiday sales and promotion numbers and take a look at what marketing strategies were most effective. So was it a Facebook Live? Was it an Instagram story? Was it ads? Was it email? Because it can be tricky to reach people around the holidays, as I mentioned. Trust me, taking a few minutes and doing this now will have your future self thanking you and patting yourself on the back. And I also want to hear from you. So how did your sales go? Did you have any standout campaigns that really crushed it this holiday season? Do you have any lessons that you learned? I want you to message me on Instagram and share. And if you want me to share it on the podcast, I will, because I know that our community is better together. So the more insights and perspectives that I can share here, the better. 
All right, if you would like to learn more about Play Cafe Academy or my Playmaker Society membership, all of that information is in the show notes. And as always, if you want to say thank you to me or show appreciation for the show, the best way you can do so is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. All right, Playmakers, I will see you right back here very soon. Thank you.